0: You're listening to Moments That Matter, a special CXR podcast series where leaders and talent professionals share their own experiences with varying aspects of discrimination and inequality. Here on Moments That Matter, we are dedicated to creating connected conversations around specific moments. These are Moments That Matter. everyone, my name is Nicole Wormley and I have the privilege of leading diversity attraction and university recruitment for Danaher Corporation. I am pleased to have a quick chat with Sarah Smart, the Vice President of Global Recruiting with Hilton. Um, we're taking part in a quick conversation on the CXR sponsored series called Moments That Matter, where leaders connect to share an instance or two within their lives where they experience or witness a form of discrimination or inequality and had the realization that something in their lives or their work environments needed to change. A pivotal moment that matters for them. So Sarah, can you share a little bit about yourself and tell us about the moment that you decided to share with us today?
1: Thanks, Nicole. Um, Hello, everyone. I am delighted to be able to be here today uh, and uh, to share in these conversations with the CXR community. Um, special shout out to Jerry and Chris and the entire team for creating this platform. Uh, it means a lot. So thank you. Um, Nicole, it's, it's a great question. I actually had to think through sort of all of the many moments that I have experienced in my life and I'm sure that uh, everyone here has as well. Um, but I kept on going back to uh, one thing and I think it's, it's you know, I'm going to share a little bit of personal history here uh, as well. Um, so I was raised by two activists. Uh, they back then used to be called yippies, um, uh, sort of post hippie yippies uh, would be the protesters out today. And in fact, um, I've had a have a couple of conversations with my mom about not going to protest during the time of COVID. Um, and uh, they were um, very early in my life, my family made the decision to move to inner city Wilmington, Delaware. Um, which is uh, Delaware is the state that uh, Joe Biden was the senator for. In fact, he was the senator during the time, that time, and uh, they made the decision to move to Wilmington, Delaware, uh, in downtown Wilmington, because there was busing that was made available to children in downtown Wilmington to be bused to the suburbs to have access to better schools. This has been an issue that's actually come up in the election. It has come up for. Um, uh, Vice President Biden, uh, several times. Um, my parents were not wealthy. They uh, and my family was not wealthy. They spent the majority of their time and their money trying to make social change. Um, in the, on their on the side jobs, they were teachers. Uh, so just to emphasize how how little wealth there was at the time, being someplace where you could be bused to take advantage of great school systems was a huge thing for my family. Um, So first through third grade went to a local school and then the busing started. And I remember going to the bus stop and there was a sort of a period in our lives where we were the only white people within maybe a, you know, white family within maybe a 10 to 15 block radius. Um, And I remember getting on the bus for my fourth grade, uh, my first trip out to HB DuPont, which was in the suburbs of, of Delaware. Um, and it was me and, um, my brother and we were the only two white people on the bus. Uh, and I remember getting off the bus and we were greeted by protesters. Um, and I didn't understand it. It didn't, I, I was, I, I was on a bus with my friends. I was with people that I had grown up with that had gone to all of the classes that I'd gone to, um, at Lewis elementary school when I got off the bus and there were Protesters, and they were telling us to go home. Um, and I remember just being in tears, and in tears for most of fourth grade. Uh, that happened for really the first six months, and then it sort of dissipated, but it was really, it was quite a thing to, to experience as a young kid. Um, and I remember going home and, and talking to my mom about it and saying, I didn't understand why. It made no sense to me. And She said, you know, sometimes people just wanna put up barriers uh, because they're afraid. Um, And I feel like that moment, you know, it's not necessarily something that's been incredibly pivotal. It's just sort of formed for me, my philosophy around talent acquisition, which is um, as much as I can do to take away the barriers uh, for anyone as they're considering an opportunity in any company that I've worked for, I'm going to do it because I don't want to accidentally be that group that's protesting. I don't want to accidentally make anyone feel like they're not welcome when those people actually deliberately wanted to make sure that we didn't feel welcome. So that was, yeah, that's been probably one of the the biggest moments for me in in my life and, and thinking about my career. Um, you know, I'm delighted to say that I have not actually seen that recently, but um, you know, happy to answer any questions you might have, Nicole.
0: Great. Right. I, I was actually going to um to ask a question similar to what you just said, Sarah. First of all, thank you for sharing. Um, I too was bust, so I, I can empathize. Um, would you say, and even if it's on a smaller scale, would you say uh, during the course of your professional career, you had the opportunity to experience that same type of energy in, um, in any of your roles uh, as, a, as a leader, whether it be Hilton or prior? Um, in terms of the energy to make change? Yes. Yes, well, I, I think
1: that, um... Absolutely, at Hilton. Uh, You know, I think it has been, um, we have done a tremendous amount, not just under my leadership, but uh, across the entire organization in terms of actively looking for ways where we may not even know that we're doing it as a company, where we're creating a barrier for either progress, whether it's community progress, or applicant progress, or career progress, um, but across the board, I would say that the company has done a really good job of being introspective and saying, what can we do better um, to, uh, um, to, to I think Tara had mentioned that as well. Um, but I, I also think that in TA in particular, there's an opportunity and indeed a responsibility for us to say, okay, great, we need to look at what's the applicant process? Where are we accidentally having a fallout in the funnel that could be something that we don't see and how do we analyze that? And maybe we need a third-party consultant to come in and help us analyze that because we have a blind spot. Um, And that's been something that I've been lucky to have the freedom to address at Hilton. Um, And it's been very important, I think, in terms of our success as,
0: uh, as a company that is able to grow a diverse population of leaders. Okay, great, last question. What advice, considering that success that you just mentioned, what advice would you give leaders in talent acquisition as they might be earlier in their journey to helping to support some of those recruiting process advancements that it sounds like you've made at Hilton?
1: Sure. You know, this is a hard one. Um, and I say this as sort of, you know, when I think about recruiters and they're there, they have to be leaders, but they also happen to have to typically run a desk and have open requisitions and all those other fun things. Everyone has a metric that's flying at them at any given time. Put the diversity metric at the top. It's the right thing to do. It will help you find amazing talent. Push on that. Help your clients understand why it's important. Um, And don't be afraid because I think more and more you are going to find that not only will your leaders have your back, but the rest of the company will have your back as well. you should be able to take advantage of uh, that momentum at this point.
0: Great. Thank you, Sarah. You're listening to moments that matter, a special CXR podcast series where leaders and talent professionals share their own experiences with varying aspects of discrimination and inequality here on moments that matter. We are dedicated to creating connected conversations around specific moments. These are moments that matter.